You're listening to Satterfield on Sports, your source for in-depth commentary on the whole wide world of sports. From Major League Baseball to the National Football League to the English Premier League and beyond. Here's your host, Kyle Satterfield. Welcome back to Satterfield on Sports. For the past several years, Major League Baseball has been adrift in a sea of negativity. From the Houston Astros cheating scandal to a rise in strikeouts to highly controversial rule changes and even more controversial rule change proposals, it has been one negative story after another. But through all that negativity, there is a bright light shining. And that light is a young crop of superstars who will define the sport of baseball for the next decade plus. I want to begin with Shohei Otani, the two-way phenom from Japan, the 21st century Babe Ruth. Earlier this month, Otani became the first player in Major League Baseball history to be named to the All-Star Game as both a pitcher and hitter. For context, the first All-Star game was played all the way back in 1933, nearly 100 years ago. And Otani was not only selected to the American League roster as both a pitcher and hitter, he was the starting pitcher for the American League in Denver last week. And he was the leadoff hitter for the American League. And that was the day after he competed in the home run derby. Even I, an avid baseball fan, I follow the sport year-round. Even I do not fully appreciate how difficult it is to do what Shohei Otani is doing right now. An elite hitter and an elite pitcher. These are entirely different skill sets. One, to be able to throw a fastball 100 miles per hour and throw a plethora of nasty breaking balls while being able to command the entire arsenal of pitches. That's one skill set. And then two, to be able to hit those same pitches being thrown by the best pitchers in the world. Hitting and pitching are entirely different. If you watch National League Baseball, you can watch on a daily basis pitchers trying to hit. It is a comedy of failure. But over in the American League, where the designated hitter is allowed. When it is Shohei Otani's day to pitch, the Angels do not use the DH. Otani hits for himself, and he hits at an elite level. His slugging percentage is almost 700. He is a pitcher slugging almost 700. He leads Major League Baseball with 34 home runs. He is a pitcher. Oh, and on the mound, he is darn good. A 3.21 ERA, 95 strikeouts in 73 innings pitched. He is so spectacular. He is must-watch television every night. The bad news for Otani, for the Los Angeles Angels, and quite frankly for all baseball fans, the Angels, as they have been for the better part of the last decade, They are a mediocre baseball team. 
they appear on their way to missing the playoffs for a sixth consecutive season. And so the Showtime experience will remain a regular season experience. Hopefully one day soon, this man will be able to play in the playoffs because Showtime in October would be really, really special. And he's not only putting up ridiculous numbers, he is quickly becoming the face of the sport and one of the more popular professional athletes in all of North American sports. Fanatics, the online retailer, the number one retailer for officially licensed sports merchandise in the United States. For the month of July, beginning July 1, Shohei Otani is the top-selling athlete on Fanatics.com. Not just baseball player, all athletes. And that is happening smack dab in the middle of the NBA Finals. So Shohei is outselling Giannis and Chris Paul and Devin Booker and all the stars that are playing right now in the NBA Finals. Shohei Otani is outperforming all of them. He is becoming a sports icon in this country. Being from Japan, he's already a celebrity in that baseball-crazed country. And so he is a superstar in Asia and is now becoming a superstar in the United States. And he is not just a superstar, he is a superhero. To be able to hit and pitch at this level is ridiculous. It should not be possible. And yet there is Shohei Otani every night putting on a show. I am recording this episode on Tuesday, July 20th. So last night, Monday, July 19th, it was showtime in Oakland. Otani and the Angels playing the athletics. Shohei pitched six scoreless innings, eight strikeouts, only one walk, only three hits allowed. So four base runners scattered across six brilliant frames. At the plate, he was one for four with a double. When he was removed from the game as a pitcher and replaced by a relief pitcher in the seventh, he was put in left field, or rather right field, played in the outfield so that his bat could remain in the lineup. So he pitched, he hit, and he played the outfield. And despite allowing no runs, the Angels lost the game because the bullpen immediately crumbled. Bottom of the seventh, The first Angels reliever faced three batters, walk, walk, home run, A's up 3-0. They would go on to win the game 4-1. And that is the season for Shohei Otani and the Angels in a nutshell. Otani is brilliant. The Angels are frustratingly mediocre. But Otani continues to be a rock star in this country. To further exemplify his growing popularity, last week following the All-Star Game in Denver, Major League Baseball auctioned off the game-worn jerseys of the players in the game. At last check, Shohei Otani's jersey was going for more than $100,000, more than 45 times more the second highest bid on the next closest player, which was actually Fernando Tatis Jr. More on him in a moment. The debate of who is the face of baseball has raged the past few years. So many good young players in the sport 
For now, the debate is over. The face of baseball is Shohei Otani on the mound, at the plate. There is no one like him, and there has been no one like him since Babe Ruth 100 years ago. This is a once-in-a-century type of talent, and we baseball fans have the great privilege to watch him on a nightly basis. Enjoy this. Enjoy this for as long as it lasts. Shohei Otani, the face of baseball. From Shohei Otani, I want to shift over to Fernando Tatis Jr. I mentioned a moment ago was in the All-Star game, the San Diego Padres All-Star shortstop. To illustrate how special this young player is, I want to share two stories. For the first, I want to go back to December of 2018. Now, at this point in time, Tatis is merely a highly touted prospect in the Padres organization, yet to make his major league debut. Like many players from the Dominican Republic, he traveled home that winter to play in the Dominican Baseball League, the Winter League, that so many Dominican players play in, especially young prospects who want to go back home in the offseason, get more playing time, and play in front of their hometown fans in their native country. For this season... Fernando Tatis Jr. was able to play for the team being managed by his father, Fernando Tatis Sr., who was a former major league player himself. And so father and son on the same team playing in their hometown of San Pedro in the Dominican. The team was great. And Tatis Jr. was the star. And one night late in the season, in a game with massive playoff implications, Jr. stepped to home plate bottom of the ninth, score tied at three. With runners at first and second and no outs, Senior asked his son to bunt, hoping to push that winning run to third base 90 feet from home. Junior failed to put the bunt down, strike one. His father gave him the sign again, and again Junior failed. Now down in the count 0-2, Senior reluctantly took the bunt sign off and allowed his son to swing away. And oh, did he ever. A bomb to left field way, way over the outfield wall. Tatis Jr. flipped his bat high into the air and began a joyous jog around the bases before arriving at home plate for a wild celebration. That is Fernando Tatis Jr. He is not here to bunt. He is not here to play small ball. He is here to hit bombs. He is here to win an important baseball game with one mighty swing of his bat. He and his father would go on to lead their baseball club to the league championship later that season. And it is safe to say that will not be the last championship young Tatis Jr. wins in his baseball career. For the second story, I want to go even further back to April 23rd, 1999. On that night, Fernando Tatis Sr., playing for the St. Louis Cardinals, did the impossible in a game at Dodger Stadium against the Los Angeles Dodgers. On that night, he hit two grand slams in one inning, a feat that had never happened before, has not happened since, and most likely will never happen happen again. Two grand slams in one inning. 22 years later to the day, April 23rd of this year, 2021, 
Fernando Tatis Jr. playing for the Padres was there at Dodger Stadium playing the Dodgers. And although he did not hit two grand slams in one inning, he did hit two home runs off future Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw. 22 years exactly after his father's historic night at the same ballpark. Like father, like son, how can you not be romantic about baseball? And Tatis, if you fast forward to today, middle of July, 2021, just past the All-Star break, just past the halfway point of the season, the young man is having an MVP caliber season third in all of Major League Baseball with 28 home runs. He leads the National League in that category. He also leads the National League in stolen bases. He has that rare combination of power and speed. For context, to illustrate how impressive that feat is, leading the league in both home runs and stolen bases, the last player to lead either league, American or National, in both home runs and steals for an entire season was a player by the name of Chuck Klein in 1932. 1932. And Tatis has a real chance to do that here in 2021. He has a lead of three home runs over the next closest slugger in the National League. And that's Kyle Schwarber of the Washington Nationals. But Schwarber's on the injured list. He'll be out for at least several more weeks with a hamstring injury. Third in the National League is Ronald Acuna Jr. with 24 home runs. He's out for the year. He blew his knee out a couple of weeks ago. He's done. Then the next closest is Eduardo Escobar for the Diamondbacks, the worst team in baseball. He has 22. So the next closest healthy player is a full half dozen home runs behind Tatis. He is far and away the favorite to lead the senior circuit in the long ball this season. He has a lead of two stolen bases over Trey Turner of the Nationals. So Tatis could become the first player in nearly a century to lead either league in both home runs and steals. Also a real chance to become a 40-40 man with 40 long balls and 40 steals. I want to also mention another young player, same age as Tatis, 22 years of age, and that is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Like Tatis, young Vladdy, his father also played in the major leagues, a great player, Vladimir Guerrero Sr., played for the then Montreal Expos, then of course moved to Washington, became the Nationals about two decades ago. He also played for the Angels and quite a few other teams. He was a great, great player. And his son is becoming a star. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has a legitimate chance to be a Major League Baseball triple crown winner. The offensive triple crown, the three statistics to look at there, are home runs, batting average, and RBI. Currently, as of this broadcast on July 20th, Vladdy Jr. is second in all of Major League Baseball in home runs. His 31 trailing only Otani's 34. He is the major league leader in RBI with 78, four better than the next closest player. And in batting average, he is .001 behind the two leaders, Nick Castellanos of the Cincinnati Reds and Michael Brantley of the Houston Astros are both at 329. Vladdy is at 328. So he is right there within touching distance of the major league baseball offensive triple crown. 
the last player to win a Major League Baseball Triple Crown was Mickey Mantle in 1956. Now, Miguel Cabrera of the Tigers won the American League Triple Crown in 2012, but he did not lead all of Major League Baseball in those three categories, just the American League. But that feat was so impressive that Cabrera received a phone call of congratulations from then-President Barack Obama. That is how newsworthy that accomplishment was nine years ago. Vladdy has a chance to win the Major League Baseball Triple Crown. And he was also the All-Star Game MVP last weekend in Denver, hitting a home run in the All-Star Game, just like his father did 15 years before. And there are other superstars as well. Mentioned Acuna, he's hurt, he'll be back. Juan Soto of the Nationals. There are so many good young players in this league who are changing the narrative. All of the negative stories, all of the controversy is being pushed aside right now because these players are just so much fun to watch. And they are historically great players. Now, it is early in their careers. They are yet to build up Hall of Fame resumes. Of course, they need several more seasons like this, but they are on a trajectory to an elite level within the history of baseball. And for all three, I mentioned a fact that put them in very rare company. And for all three, I had to go back deep into last century to find either a point of comparison or in the case of Otani, there was no comparison. For Otani, he was the first player ever since the All-Star Game began in 1933 to be named as both a hitter and a pitcher. For Tatis, he has a chance to lead the National League in both home runs and steals, not done since 1932. And Vladdy Jr., a chance to be a Major League Baseball Triple Crown winner, not done since 1956. Enjoy these players. Enjoy these three young superstars and appreciate the greatness that they are giving us as fans every single night. It is now the midway point of the baseball season, the trade deadline about a week and a half away. The playoffs are not very far away. Down the stretch we go in our first full Major League Baseball season since 2019. There will be many storylines, many great division races and wild card races, and there will be debates about MVP awards and different honors and awards that are given out at the end of the season. But the over- Writing storyline to look out for are these three young players defining Major League Baseball. They are the three most marketable stars this league has had in many, many years, perhaps going back to the days in the late 90s, early 2000s of Ken Griffey Jr. and Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter. These three are in that realm. And by all accounts, they are good young men They're humble. They put their teammates first. One of my favorite moments of this season featured Shohei Otani in a game against the Tampa Bay Rays. Austin Meadows had a line drive back up the middle, and with cat-like reflexes, Otani somehow made the catch to rob Meadows of a base hit. And I kid you not, Otani turned to Meadows and apologized, genuinely apologized for robbing the hitter of a base hit. That's Shohei Otani. 
He is very, very humble, very likable, very marketable for this league, and he is a global force. All three of these guys are. All three of these guys speak multiple languages. Tatis is fluent in both English and Spanish, as is Vladdy Jr. Now, Vladdy Jr. and Otani will use interpreters, but they can speak English, and their teammates can communicate well with them. But they are marketable all over the world. Otani in Asia, Vladdy and Tatis throughout Latin America, which is baseball crazy. For all the controversy, for all the negativity, Major League Baseball has hit the jackpot with these three young players. They are so good, so likable, so popular, and baseball has long struggled to develop the star power other leagues have. Part of that is a sport like basketball, only five players on the court at a time. A single player can completely dominate a game, a series, a season. In football, a quarterback is so much more important than every other position. Those guys are natural stars that transcend the sport. But in baseball, the best pitcher goes once every five days. The best hitter, only one at bat, then has to wait for eight of his teammates before he can bat again. Now with Otani, he breaks the mold. He breaks the rules as he pitches and hits. But it really takes a special player to be a transcendent talent in baseball because of the nature of the game. These three are doing just that. And Major League Baseball is so fortunate to have all three playing at the same time. Shohei Otani, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. It is a bright future for all three of those young stars. And it is a bright, bright future for the game of baseball. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Satterfield on Sports. As always, this is your host, Kyle Satterfield, saying so long and goodbye.